Welcome to Safety Talk. Personal safety expert Pete Canavan shares his insights and interviews experts who provide simple and effective tips, techniques, and technologies to keep you safe and secure both online and off. Here's Pete. Hello, and welcome to Safety Talk. I'm excited about today's episode featuring another great guest with a product designed to help keep people safe while traveling on foot. With so much danger from so many different directions in our world today, this is obviously an extremely timely topic. So thanks so much to our listeners for being here. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast network or networks, and of course, our YouTube channel at safetytalkvideos.com. You don't want to miss an episode, find out about all these great products that we feature. And we, of course, appreciate you helping us spread the word through your social circles and sharing our episodes. So I'm your host and safety sensei, Pete Canavan, and on my my guest on this episode of Safety Talk is Chris Miller. He is the co-founder of Follow. It's a lifestyle and technology brand focused on personal safety. It was launched last year, along with his lifelong friend, Charlie Apothecary. So it is my pleasure to welcome to today's episode, Chris Miller to Safety Talk. Welcome, Chris. Thanks, Pete. Great to be here. Yes, thanks so much for joining us. You know, as I said, uh, you know, the world is turning into a more dangerous place every day. And, you know, no matter where you find yourself, obviously keeping safe is priority one. And uh, your technology is something that helps people do just that. So let's start off by letting our audience know a little bit about you and your background, how you kind of got interested in this sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, like you said in, in the intro, um, my co-founder, Charlie Pothkery, is a, my best friend of 20 odd years um you know we've traveled the world together we've explored and gone on adventures we've lived in different cities around the world and we're sort of city dwellers ourselves now here in london um and we finally uh, we've been talking about um entering into this kind of space for a little while just for our own sort of interest um and at the early 2021 there was um a number of stories that started to really crop up and draw national interest, especially here in the UK, but they were happening all around the world. Um, and it was when that sort of public discourse was really, really focused on personal safety, especially during walking journeys, whether that's in the city, you know, out in the countryside, people walking their dogs or, or even traveling abroad. We, we were, you know, struck by a number of cases that, that seemed like they're, could have been more on offer for these for these people um, and for the emergency services and those who are looking for them to try and um, uh, locate them. Um, and as we looked more into the whole space, we found that, you know, on top of the sort of practical use of a walking safety app and one that would be able to do those things I sort of mentioned, that so many people were also feeling very unsafe. In fact, far more people were feeling very, very unsafe when they were making walking journeys. Um, you know, 80% here in the UK, 80% of women and 40% of men reporting feeling unsafe when walking alone after dark, which are obviously massive figures. And sure, those are big um, numbers. The massive numbers, yeah. And and the thing was, you know, what is it that's holding these people back? And why isn't there something out there that, that appeals to them? And when we looked into the space and what was available, um, we found that it was poorly served from our point of view and that there was not something that was hitting hitting the mark. Uh, my personal background is comes from production, you know, marketing, advertising, branding, things like that. Charlie works more um, in the city, um, in investment and finance and things, but he's always, like I said, his personal passions has always been very active and, and to explore. So we sort of like 
brought all of our tools and our skills together um, to try and find something and build a product and a brand, I think really importantly, that would um, really appeal to the mainstream user. Because we think Follow and we've created Follow to be used by as many people around the world as possible on as many journeys as possible, not just the ones that you feel unsafe on, but also just adding that safety to as many journeys. Well, you want to make it habitual and using it, right? That way you use it all the time. And and I like how you called it follow uh, without the W. So it you know kind of brands it, but yet uh, and differentiates it a little bit, but still makes sense. You know, hey, follow. It's something that you know follows you around, I guess, and um, and helps you stay safer. And I mean, that's that's the ultimate goal, right? We want people to feel safe. We want them to feel confident and and uh, and you know at ease when they're when they're traveling around. And if you are someone that travels around the world, you're obviously going to be going to places that you're not familiar with. You know, it's different than when you're in your own town, your own city, or someplace that you live for a while that is familiar to you. You know, you know where certain things are. You know, maybe you know where there are some safer areas or where you could go if there's a problem. If you're in a, a city and, and you're traveling or on vacation, you know, people, they go different places. You have no idea what's a safe part of town, what's not. And people need to be able to have that sort of peace of mind knowing that, hey, this, this is, quote, following them, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and helping keep them safe. So that's uh, that's awesome. And it's, uh, you know, it's something that is an app that goes on your phone. Everybody's got their phone with them all the time. You know, we're kind of all married to these devices now. And so having the phone with you, you've got follow with you. And so that's, that's you know, that's ultimately the uh, the best thing. And then instead of having some other separate device that you got to remember to grab or take with you, oh, I left it at home. Are you going on vacation? Oh, geez, I left it there. You know, this is something that you're not going to forget because what happens if we forget our phone somewhere, right? Immediately we go right back to get our phone because we can't live without it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. I look, the, a big part of, what we do and i you know in terms of just to reiterate sort of how follow works really it's like you know what makes us different is that follows the first fully automated walking safety app so that a user can turn it on put the phone back in their pocket if they wish to unless they can always use it as a navigation device as well but it will automatically turn off when they reach their destination and for that period of time that they were walking they have just been able to carry on with their journey walk with a little bit more confidence and peace of mind knowing that if something was to happen that something you know because the problems we found with the other apps were that they were manual activation that they required the user to do something and the onus was placed on a prospective victim um or you know whether it's of a medical medical emergency accident kidnapping attack assault or anything in between and we really wanted to take the pressure um off of the off of that person and um put it onto the technology um and at the same time we also noticed that the other apps required you to be followed literally by other people um to be tracked to be watched either you know 24/7 or for the duration of your journey and we found that giving up privacy giving up your independence in exchange for those moments where you do feel unsafe was an obstacle for adding safety to the to all, to as many journeys as possible basically so those core values sit with all the decisions we make around follow and if someone is looking for, to add safety to their walking journeys without um giving up their privacy without giving up their independence or having to bother their mum at two in the morning to ping them with a notification that they're walking home now everything is very personal with what we're doing and we hope to build out from that as well but it's all kind of going to be a relationship with our users and our community and just learning what they're enjoying about it and and sort of building out from there as well 
So I was reading about it and there are, you guys have something called safety triggers mm-hmm. that the app monitors. And if any or most of those are, I'm not quite sure how it works, but if the triggers are activated before or during someone's walk, uh, then it sends out a notification to uh, to people if it doesn't if the person doesn't check in with them or something like that, right? So, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the I website, can, I, so like slow movement or no yeah. movement for a certain amount of time, or yeah, you got uh, their speed changes significantly, or distance from de- destination or route changes, right? These are different things that that mm-hmm. it, it monitors. Yeah, completely. So essentially, you know, you tap to activate follow for a walking journey four safety triggers look out for you while you walk and it's monitoring for unusual activity from location, motion um, or connection as well. So essentially, uh, like you just alluded to, if you stop moving for too long, if you start moving significantly faster than walking speed, if you deviate from your intended route or if your device becomes disconnected completely, whether that's been through damage or, you know, you know, sort of um, just, yeah, essentially damage or, 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 you know, whether that's deliberate or not, you know, that's, that's essentially what we're sort of utilizing there. Um, Basically, if that happens, the app will check in on the user with a timed and secure notification. So that's the moment that the user, if they are fine, can dismiss and continue with their journey, or maybe pause it if they've stopped to talk to a friend. Now, if that two minute countdown reaches the end, that is when the uh, that's when the SMS alert containing their precise location, the reason for the alert, and a link to guidance on how to respond is um, is sent to their key contact. So, you know, it's basically not we, what a big part of what we're trying to do is let the person have a completely private and personal safety experience unless they need to, we need to send the word out to, to their key contacts. So they're given as much control and privacy over the situation as possible to try and avoid false alarms, false alerts, and to keep them obviously as safe as we can as well. No, I like that, that the fact that the, the app kind of communicates with you. And I, for those of you watching on our, our YouTube channel, the, uh, I do have a, the website up here and it shows a screenshot where, you know, it says, hey, stop moving. You haven't moved for a long time. Your key contacts are going to be notified when this timer reaches zero. And then it has mm-hmm. a two minute countdown and you could say, hey, I'm safe or no, alert my contacts. And obviously, if you don't have the ability to push the button, it's going to automatically alert those contacts when the timer goes down. So uh, that's I love it because it, it allows for the interaction. Uh, of the user, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, I, I stopped because I saw a friend and we're chatting, you know, yep. and on my walk. And so, yeah, I'm going to be here for a little bit. So, okay. So that raises a question, actually, as I'm, as I'm saying that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's say I am, I'm taking a walk, right? And I run into you and we strike up a conversation and all of a sudden, you know, I haven't moved because, you know, I've told the app that I'm going somewhere and mm-hmm. the safety alert pops up and I say, yeah, yeah, I'm safe. And I click it. So yeah. then will it, wait another two minutes and then the timer will pop back up again. So exactly. Kind of like a snooze si- button, right? Like on yeah, your alarm. Yeah. <laughs> so you can keep yeah. In that situation, as you've just described, let's say you wanted to continue chatting to your friend, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you've got another 10 minutes of, you know, of, of, 
conversation to have maybe you would essentially you would click i am safe the next screen i'm not sure we show it on this page of the website but the next screen basically says um continue journey or end journey essentially so you can end it let's say you've decided you're going to jump in a taxi and you're going to get home another way because it started raining or something mm -hmm. um you can end the journey otherwise you can continue and then we have an, an option to pause so basically you could then just hit oh. pause on your journey and just wait till you finish your conversation and as soon as you crack on just unpause it and the app will be looking out for you again great see you you guys already thought of what i thought what i was trying trying to but I've, we could have definitely uh, well this is why i'm so excited to talk to you today pete because obviously knowing your experience you know having spoken to people who've worked in this area of safety but obviously across the board is so much experience that you know looking forward to tapping into from you because you know safety is um both an ira a rational uh subject and it's also an emotional one as well and you know trying to strike that balance for people with a tool like ours is um is such a big thing and i think that you know your experience with going for safety tools and devices and products and services all across the safety industry um and area i think is really really interesting for sure sure yeah i mean we we've talked to so many people i've, I've discovered so many neat products going to different shows and things like mm -hmm. that like uh the IAC uh, West and East shows, uh, you're always seeing these, these innovative technologies and it never ceases to amaze me, the innovation and the um, sort of the, the, the people that come up with these things, it's, it's like, wow, you know, that's something that, why didn't I think of that kind of sometimes, you know, and it's amazing. So one of the other things with these safety triggers is you, you, you mentioned earlier, Chris, that um, if the, ter the, the phone is damaged or turned off, right? Uh, would this also include, like, let's say I'm driving somewhere and I lose cellular service for a while, like maybe I'm on a country road and there's no cell service for half an hour, an hour or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, it says that if the follow loses, follow loses connection to your device for 45 minutes mm -hmm. uh, or if you reconnect at any time during that, the, the safety is dismissed. If it goes beyond that 45 minutes, then it will it automatically trigger that alert that you won't be able to necessarily get the alert because you're out of the service area? Yeah, well, just to sort of draw it back, just to say that follow is very much right now in our current iteration, it is very much a walking safety app. So it is purely for walking journeys. Gotcha. So um, there are obviously going to be, could be times where you may walk into areas of poor service. Um, right. We, and, and of course, you know, within that we have, um, we know we've been working hard to make, basically make sure that the app is really um, intuitive and easy to use when it's disconnected. So that if, the, if you have done that, that you're not panicking, that it's going to be sending an alert to your key contacts. Um, this is why we actually extended the period of time that this, this is a fail safe safety trigger. So essentially this is, if you do, you know, end up, going into um, areas of poor service. Some people here in London had been jumping on the tube and forgetting that they'd um, put it on or they weren't quite understanding that it wasn't for that kind of thing. And so um, we extended that period of time so that there was enough. It could be that you maybe even need to, sometimes people's phones would run out of battery. Of course, right. we would, um, we would, I encourage people to make sure they were fully charged or at least had enough battery to make it through their journey. But yeah, right now, I think the key is to know that like, this is very much about walking. It's very much those those moments where, you know, those seven or eight minute walks where you're coming back from the uh, the tube station here in London, in, in the States, it could be um, a long walk through New York, for example, um, you know, coming back from the office. Uh, so 
those those kind of journeys is what the parameters have been set to. But our goal is to really expand the way that we see safety and the way that we see a safety tool and apply it to you know, you've just mentioned driving and and maybe you're doing a, a long trip somewhere and you might end up in areas of poor service. That's certainly a vision of ours is to be able to help add protection for skiing, for, you know, outdoor swimming, for hiking, mm. for, well, hiking, we actually really work pretty well for already, but you know, it could be climbing. But by the end of um, this year, um, we're looking to have added running and cycling um, as active journeys, basically, uh, that people will be able to uh, basically flick the modes they'll be on cycling mode and all the safety parameters will change to make sure oh, that they match okay. cycling um we, you right. know, we get so exactly no that makes perfect sense yeah. different mode you know if you're a jogger you enable jogging mode if you're skiing yes. skiing mode if you're bicycling bicycling mode i think mm -hmm. that's brilliant that's a great idea because you know for for us this is we we really think that smart personal safety and this is why we're so invested in it and so passionate about it is li literally this is the next thing that people are going to want to add to as many journeys as they can. And whether that's, you know, for us, we have created something which is free to use and we will always offer walking safety as a free to use service around the world. Cause we personally think that walking safety is such a, is basically a human right, really. Um, no matter your income, we really want people to be protected. Um, however, those modes that I just mentioned to you will be part of what we build into a premium subscription, which will be, you know, a small monthly cost, but allows you to add safety um, to your cycling journeys, to your running, your, you know, your runs, your 10 K runs or, you're like I said, you, you go out for a big cycle at the weekend and you're by yourself. Um, we want to make sure that people feel like follow is the thing that they take with them. And it just keeps that lookout and it hasn't forced them to, you know, beg someone to watch over them and, Oh, can you monitor me here? Can you wake up at 1am and look at a notification and know that I'm walking this way? The only time that our key contacts of our users are going to get notified is if we genuinely think that there's an issue. Um, so, so if they I have, so question, now let's say uh, I'm somebody that I, I take the same walk every day. Can mm -hmm. you put that, can you save that into the app into like your preferences, like your saved journeys, your saved walks? So you can yes. say, oh, I'm taking this walk again or this jog again, et cetera. Yeah, absolutely. So um, you can save your, you can save as many uh, favorite destinations as you like, and you can even add a home and a, and a sort of key favorite as buttons on the home screen. So mm -hmm. with one tap, you know, let's say you do, you know, five days a week, you commute back from, I'm going to use a, a London example, hope it's okay. So you, sure. you live seven minute walk from Kennington tube station. Um, so you would have your home saved. And the moment you pop out the tube station, you tap home, the app goes back in your pocket and it's looking out for you all the way for that route back to your house. Um, so, and if, and the same thing is if you had, um, you know, a partner's house that you want, that you go to regularly, you might save that on the other side as your key favorite. Um, and essentially the app will always take where you are right now and give you the route. So, cause you know, we want to look into how we might save like full start to end routes, but at the end of the day, we do. We only. We really care about where the user is starting right now because we want to protect them exactly where they are and then get them to where they need to go. So when I when sense. I'm starting a new walk, right, and let's say I want to, I'm, I'm walking to a friend's house that's you know ten minute walk away. How does that get put into the app? Is it like a GPS thing? You put in the address. How does that get entered into the app? So um, let me ask you a question. Do you do you how much are you a walker? Do you do you do a lot of walking? You're more of a driver or I drive more than I walk. I mean, I take my dogs for a walk, but uh, yeah, I do. I do a fair amount of walking. 
Okay, nice. And um, do you, um, when you walk to new places, do you use Google Maps or Apple Maps? Maybe, maybe there's another a walking sort of navigational kind of app that you might use. Yeah, usually I'll use like Waze. Like if I'm somewhere, like if I'm in the city or something like that, if mm-hmm. I go to New York and I'm not familiar with an area I'm going to, I'll put in like the walking part of it and it'll say, okay, walk yeah. here, walk here, down this street, make a right, left, et cetera. Exactly so, yes. the same. And that's exactly the same as follow, essentially. We actually pull through um, off of Google's map data. So we actually have all of Google's um, map directions and waypoints and everything like that. So really, really trusted navigational features. And just like you were saying, you would add your destination in much like you would into uh, Google Maps or, or Waze, like you just sort of described. Perfect. So if you if someone calls, if your friend calls you up and says, Pete, you know, let's go for some beers down at this new place, and you know, you're a 12 minute walk away, you can tap it in, um, you know, the the tavern or something, and um, and it will pop up with your route. You not knowing where you're going will probably look at go back to the phone to check your route to make sure you're on route. Um, and the app will be looking out for you the entire way that you do. So we're, we're really trying to make something which slides into people's daily routines that feels really, really natural for them to use much like you just described in using, you know, Waze or Google maps in order to, um, to, to do your normal routes as well. Yeah, Cause people are already familiar with them. So why not tap into it? So that's great. And then yeah. you don't have to make the investment in Google maps that Google did. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, completely. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is it. I mean, you know, there's no shame. I think with, especially with a new product like ours, you know, we don't need to reinvent the wheel with certain aspects. No. We want, we want people to, to be familiar and feel trust that they can trust the directions they're going to get the routes that they'll be able to walk and that follow will be doing all the, all the kind of the heavy lifting when it comes to safety and also not having to sort of bother a bunch of family members or or, or other key contacts um, every time you want to use it. Right. So you guys launched in uh, October, I guess, of this past year. So just about mm-hmm. six months ago. So how, how have things been going in the last six months? It's been... Uh, I don't know. Hopefully I don't look too tired. Um, I tried to <laughs> try to sort of brush myself up a little bit for today, but um, it's, it's great. It's so exciting. It's so every day is, is a huge um, every day is, you know, is a massive day for, for achieving different uh, aspects with the app. We've had amazing reviews. We are rated, I think we're the highest rated uh, walking safety app on the app store. Currently um, we've had great feedback and we've appeared in Forbes and here oh, wow. in the Metro and all these great um, publications who have just really like enjoyed what we're trying to put out there. And I think um, other than that, other than that sort of press and and that kind of reaction, we've really um, enjoyed being in touch with our community as well. So those we've got, I think we have just under 3000 users at the moment, and it's a perfect pool of people as we launch just to really get that feedback because everybody's, you know, using it, letting us know what features they like, what features they'd like to see. And, you know, I described extending the parameters of one of the safety triggers earlier. That was all down to user feedback. Um, So what sort of feedback have you been getting from people so far? Well, this is it. So um, you mentioned about the disconnected safety trigger, which we had previously set to seven minutes. So basically, you know, the first uh, triggers were set to two minutes for stop moving. Um, High speed is set to about, essentially it's when you start going into a a run, right? So, Mm -hmm. you know, we think if you've told us you're gonna be walking somewhere and you start running, 
we think <laughs> right. that's a problem. Right. Um, so we set that there and then um, deviate from route uh, is set to 60 meters. Um, so I think you do, do you do meters or yards over there? Yeah, sure. yards, but yeah. Okay, yeah, maybe 90 yards. Um, so essentially those are the parameters of those and they will kick in within a couple of minutes. Obviously from a deviate from route, it will be based on where you get to. Um, but, the, but the disconnected trigger was causing issues because that was bothering users when it would go off because they felt like they didn't have control over it. Does that make sense? Like yes, they, yes. they, they were being told, Oh, we're going to alert your key contacts, but they were like, but I'm just walking. It's not my problem. That there's no signal here or, or whatever it might be. So we were, we were saying, look, if we can extend that trigger, still have the other three, have we made anybody less safe? The answer we found was no. We felt that we had made sure they were safe in all the other ways within a very short space of time. And then we have the disconnected safety trigger, which works as this fail safe. You know, someone comes up and and breaks your phone, throws it in a river, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you, you know, you collapse or, or something like that and the phone gets wet, you know, these different kind of reasons that it might go. And within 45 minutes, we felt that the balance between bothering users to the point that they didn't want to use it on their journeys, which is making people less safe in our opinion, the yeah. balance between that and actually getting, finding that sort of sweet spot of time that was all down to user feedback. And it was really, really, really interesting actually. No, that's what, that's what the beautiful thing is about getting feedback. And so this is available, obviously I would say on both the, the app store uh, and, uh, and also through uh, Google through the play store. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But so yeah, people go go download it, right? And give you some feedback yeah. if you want and start using it to be safer because that's that's what it's all about. That's what we're all about here. And that's what you know follows all about. And and Chris and you guys are, are that's a it's a great product, you know. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna have to download it and play around with it and Thank tell my you. wife yeah. too and the kids and you know other people I know as well. Who is That'd your target great. audience? You know, as long as we're talking about you know, having mm-hmm. people use it, I would say pretty much everybody, right? But people that walk a lot primarily. Yeah. As you can imagine, you know, when you're a startup and you have limited sort of resources, um, you know, you, you need to, as much as we see, you know, a really kind of ubiquitous use for this and so many different places that it could it could serve from young to old and, and mm-hmm. rural to urban and traveling far and wide. Um, we have to focus our attention in on on a certain group to start with so that they can, you know, the, the, those who seem to be pining for something like this. Um, and so urban dwelling sort of, you know, mid twenties to thirties kind of group, those who might still be sort of single and spending a lot of time by themselves also out walking to lots of places. We're much more like, you know, sociable and physically wanting to get out of the house and go to different places when we're, you know, when we're in our mid twenties. And um, that's definitely a group, um, you know, men and women, I would just stress like one of the big things around our brand is that we are not, we don't like to refer, you know, specify a gender uh, when it comes to um, who the app is for, because we really don't want to alienate anyone. And we also don't want to sort of put the onus on a particular group who we say this app is for you. We want, um, you know, women to feel that they can use the app, men that they can use it, older, younger, um, and not feel that, oh, well, this said that it's a, you know, a kid's app or this said it's a Well, no, hey, everybody walks, right? It doesn't matter who you are who you identify as, you know, you're, you're somebody, you go for a walk, you want to be, you know, have something that's going to help you feel safer. Yeah. Use it. Right. I mean, that's the bottom line. I mean, use something that can improve your personal safety, because if you're not, you don't feel safe, you know, nothing else really matters. You know, if you, if you've got a problem, 
it's nice to know you got something that's looking out for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're kind of in the background. And if you start to use it and you, you make it a habit, like you said, you know, every time you get out of the, the train station and, you, you know, on your walk home, you hit mm-hmm. the button, you forget about it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to think about it unless there's a problem. Absolutely. And, you know, I, we were thinking of it from a perspective of, you know, w- wanting to appeal to everyone. There was certainly, if I was, I want to use something like that. I've, I've been in bad situations a, a few times through my twenties when I was, um, you know, when I was living in London and I've traveled the world. I mentioned to you before we started our call um, that I'd worked in video production before I'd be by myself with tens of thousands of dollars worth of equipment on my back in strange places. There's all kinds of reasons why someone might want to use our app and we didn't want to place you know any kind of obstacle whether that was a mental one for them saying well this is a children's safety app or a women's safety app well it's not really for me kind of thing anyone and everyone um you know we want to feel that they can use and get value from follow and because it's a very personal experience um in the fact that it's not involving people constantly in your journeys and that you can use it privately for hopefully ever we hope you know (laughs) obviously um you know, you could be using the app for five years and, and hopefully no one would ever get an alert, but you would have felt safe for that entire time um, because you knew that it was looking out for you. And that's a big, big thing for us. We don't want to make, we don't want to take the stress that you feel about safety and make it any greater, right? We don't want to make you feel any more pressure about it. We actually want to make you feel more confident. We want to make you to feel um to feel more encouraged to get out and do what you want to do. Um, which I think is everybody today is feeling a little less safe too with current events. You know, I don't like to really make too much, uh, you know, comment in these episodes because they're sort of timeless, right? A lot of time, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, there are things happening in the world today that are making everybody feel a little less safe. So if you have something that can sort of, you know, you know, has got your back, uh, that's a good thing. You know, that's a good thing. It's, it's not, uh, you know, it's not something that's going to make you feel more stressed out. It should, like you just said, Chris, make you feel more confident, make you feel more safe, make you feel less stressed. Because if you're prepared, and I say this all the time, you know, the time to prepare is before the need arises. And the time to prepare for something is time well spent. Because if you are preparing for a problem, you should have increased confidence that you're going to be able to handle any issues that could come about. It's the people that don't prepare. It's the people that don't have the foresight to think about, well, if something could happen, what can I do to, to prepare myself? Some people, they kind of, you know, they bury their head in the sand and they, they you know, I just don't want to think about it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a big problem. And that's a dangerous attitude to have, because if you are ignoring potential problems or, you know, threats to your personal safety, and, and me being somebody that teaches, you know, martial arts and self-defense to a variety of people, men, women, kids, you know, different groups, you know, law enforcement, women, corrections, you know, you've got to think about your personal safety. You've got to think about how can you prepare yourself for what could be the unthinkable? Well, if you've prepared yourself and you get put in a situation that is bad, well, you've prepared for this to a certain extent, you know, we can't prepare for every single possible scenario, but having some training and having some awareness about how to deal with an issue or a problem is going to put you much further ahead than somebody that's never thought about it or has ignored it. And this is the same sort of thing. It's just an extension of that awareness component, but it's something that you've taken it and made it almost uh, to the point where you don't have to think much about it once you start to use it all the time. And that's one thing that 
you know, we're all so busy, right? Everybody's got a ton of stuff on their plate. We've all got worries. We've all got stresses. We've all got a million things competing for our attention, whether it's our families, our kids, our jobs, or friends, family, whatever. There are things that are competing for our attention. So you don't want to think or have to remember too much. You know, if you've got an app on your phone that you can just hit and say, all right, I'm walking here, done. Put it away. Don't have to think about it. That's a really good thing. And we want to get into those good safety habits because that's that's what's going to keep you safe and uh, and improve your all these different things that uh, contribute to your confidence level and your ability to feel better about what you're doing and where you're going. You yeah, that point about habits is so key, I think, and it's very fundamental to what we were trying to create. Make something that can become very habitual, something that doesn't really disrupt your day your thinking or anything like that you know because like you said good safety habits you know will reap rewards they will give you that protection um and wanting to create a product that can be a habit um that can be really enjoyable easy simple and quick to use is playing into that completely so this says uh one of our some of the the features but uh you had mentioned that you guys kind of came up with this concept after seeing different sort of tragic events nearby where you're at in, in the UK. And that is, you know, whether it's some sort of medical emergency or being attacked or a kidnapping or, you know, whatever, there, there are a lot of different things. So what, uh, from the, when somebody downloads the app, are there any other features or is that pretty much, you know, what it was designed for? It's designed to allow you to safely get from point A to point B and only have to worry about it if there's a problem? Uh, yeah, I mean, essentially the simplicity of the of the tool, especially at the moment, I don't think we'll ever look to overcomplicate the app, but we certainly will be adding um, a number of different uh, features and functionalities as we grow and listen, like we said, about um, to our community. Right now, it's all about simplicity. You know, give, like we were just saying about, give some somebody a tool that they can turn into a safety habit a good safety habit that they can add into their lives um so when you download the app and you get set up you'll be set up within two minutes like i said it's completely free um you can log in with one click using one of your favorite social media accounts um if that's easier you know you set up your key contacts with a couple of taps and choose who they, who you want they, them to be and you are set ready to go so the next time you're out walking you can use the app to navigate you there you can use it to look out for you you could look, use it to look out for you and then go to another app if you would really like to um to to navigate there if you want but really we've tried to create it's something that you can do it all in one go. And you mentioned, Pete, about walking your dog. Um, I'm, an, I'm a dog walker as well, basically. That's kind of where I do all of my walking. And um, a big part of a new feature that we added to follow after launching was actually something, a button called Just Walk. And Just Walk adds all of follow safety features except for the deviate from route. So essentially what that does is it immediately turns on safety, the safety functionality, but you won't have to keep to a route because I'm sure you'll agree. We never really stick to a road or a path. When we walk the dog, it's wherever they want to go. It's all over the place. It's meandering this way, that way. Um, so essentially with Just Walk, which was a, a community-based feedback kind of um, you know project really that that 
made its way onto the app, um, we are able to basically add safety to those meandering strolls, those dog walks, any kind of walk where there's no set route or destination. So yeah, another really, um, so when we talk about additional features, yes, there's an additional feature there, but it's more built into the very core idea of follow already, mm -hmm. rather than sort of bells and whistles added on, um, which might we th think might be a bit of a distraction. Yeah, and you, and you don't want that. You want to be able to add, you know, things that are are going to be helpful, you know, mm -hmm. and use. So when they, um, so with the emergency contacts, and as you were talking, Chris, I was thinking about this. Mm. So is there a, what's the number? Is there a limit on the number of contacts? And then is there a priority? Like how would it, so let's say there is a problem. How does the app then contact those contacts? If you've got say five contacts, does it start with the first one? and roll through them all? Does it shotgun them all at once? How does that part of it work? So in honesty, the, the system of, of alerting is not super sophisticated at the moment to the point of prioritizing. It's very much that shotgun approach. You've selected your key contacts based on the, you know, the fact that you are happy with those people being alerted and you feel that those people are going to be the most useful to you. You can add up to 10. Um, okay. So plenty of people who would be able to receive that SMS alert. Um, and you got a posse coming to help. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Wherever they might be, they're all, all, you know, they hear the call and they come. Um, so, and, and yeah, like I said, uh, you know, super simple at the moment. And again, things to build into, um, and I'd love to talk to you after you start using the app, we'll um, have to get some feedback and, and how it's, how you feel it's working. Cause that's the kind of sort of sophistication that may become really quite interesting for our users. Oh, maybe I'd like to add some more contacts, but they might be on a secondary priority. And, um, and you know, we've certainly been looking at the idea of, of customizing groups of contacts because some people walk a lot for work Monday to Friday, and they may want to add work colleagues or maybe even a work security person um, right. to their contacts, but they don't want them there on the weekends and they don't want them getting their um their emergency alerts if anything happens on the, on the weekends. And um, that's kind of what I was thinking is like, yeah. you know, depending on where you are, like whether it's work or at home or traveling, you may want to have a few different groups of emergency contacts, you know, and then maybe some that are always, always on the list. Right. But then mm -hmm. like you just mentioned, perfect example, you're at work, you want the security, you know, desk number in there to be one, you know? Yeah, and and it plays a lot into. Um, we're working a lot with B two B sort of partners, so large companies with large workforces. Um, as you can imagine, and I'm sure you've been been seeing through your work, uh, so many employers are really taking a much bigger interest in the safety and welfare and mental well being of their employees, especially since COVID and bringing people back to the office. Mm. Um, and we've had people departments, HR departments, really banging down our door to get this out to their employees. And of course, it's a, it's free to use at the moment, but when we start our premium subscription, working with B2Bs and giving them sort of that kind of um, employer sort of hub, the ability to have that security personnel added to the workday journeys if they're using it um, is a big part of it. And also there are certain industries where walking is actually a necessity, a part of the job, whether that's the mailman over here in, right. in London or estate agents do a lot of walking around the cities. Um, and we're working with some really big names in different areas um, uh, to, you know, to basically provide the app um, to all of their staff. And, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, 
a bit like I touched on before, it's a it's a physical safety tool, but it's also a, a, a digital well-being tool. It's mental well-being, you know, to be able for people, 80% of women, 40% of men feeling unsafe when they're walking alone after dark. That's a lot of journeys that they're feeling unsafe. And that's just not a nice feeling. And if you can give them something as an employer, which is going to help alleviate some of that stress and worry um, to an extent, I think, um, you know, it's it's a kind of a no brainer, I think. Yeah, well, people sometimes like to take a walk on their lunch break at work, or even just, you know, when they get to work, some, you know, businesses have a large campus where you might have to park in one part of the, you know, the lot, and mm-hmm. it might be a five minute walk to the front door. So mm-hmm. you can put that in there. And if there's a problem during that walk, you know, people can be alerted. So uh, some excellent features. I really, uh, you guys are really thinking things through. You're getting, it sounds like you're getting some great feedback from users. Uh, obviously, when something's new like this, uh, it's a learning process, but every little piece of feedback, you know, is like, oh, you take that in consideration. Does that sound like mm-hmm. something's good? I don't know. Maybe next thing you know, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 other people are all saying the same thing. It's like, oh, maybe mm-hmm. maybe we should think about adding that as a feature to the product. So that's, uh, that's awesome yeah, that you guys are working with some, some B2B, uh, you mm-hmm. know, businesses out there, because as you said, employers have a vested interest, obviously, in keeping their employees safe, you know, no matter where they are, you know, whether they're in the office, you know, doing work at their desk and keeping them safe from some sort of cyber problem, or if they're, you know, walking to and from work, or they are, you know, taking a walk during their lunch break, they need to also feel safe, you know, physically. And so these are uh, responsibilities that more employers are taking, uh, they're taking it seriously. And, you know, the, the number of threats, unfortunately, isn't going down. It's only going up. And, and that's, that's a scary thing. It's not a good thing. And so we've got to come up with ways that we can combat that. Uh, you know, business, businesses have to do it. Individuals, you have to take, you know, individual responsibility for your personal safety, because at the end of the day, it's up to you to do what you can to make yourself as safe as possible. And so using things that are, especially something that's free, like this app uh, is, is fantastic. I mean, it's a no brainer for people. So I, I encourage everybody, you know, go get it, take a look, know that it's a new product, enjoy the features, you get some ideas, you know, let Chris and his team know. And uh, there's probably a feedback button or something in the app, right? Or an email that they there can is. shoot you some <laughs> feedback on, right? Yeah, one of the first things we added in there when we when we got it out, we were like, we need to talk to our users. It's so important. Sure. Because there's things that, that, you know, we don't think of, right? I mean, when you Mm -hmm. develop a product, there's things that you put in there that you think, okay, this is pretty good. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, why didn't I think of that? And that's why Mm -hmm. you have people use it. So, so what's your future look like? What, what, what what do we, what can we expect in the future here down the road? Six months in, you're already cranking. So it's uh, a fast and furious. Yeah, the future is is really exciting. We've got lots of really in, in exciting development plans, as we touched upon, you know, wanting to add um, functionality for running and cycling within the next few months. Um, it then allows us to build a, a, a slightly more premium product. Um, and so we can we can really you know, market to that to that group as well. Um, but at the same time, it's just a case of building the user base and 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 trying to learn exactly what they want to see from this. Um, we are keen to, uh, we're, well, we're in the process of, of raising money at the moment, as all 
startups have to go through so we are in that uh, really fun uh, process of, <laughs> of talking to lots of finance people and but it's a, it's a very uh, it's grueling but it's a really interesting experience and um, had some really great interest from some some great names out there um, and so I think that with that kind of injection um, of finance and funds we can really start to grow you know rapidly through this year um, the app is available around the world you know and like say whether you're using at home you live domestically in the United States and you're using at home and around um, everywhere in the US or if you you're traveling abroad you can use it in those um, you know new places that you're visiting um, and again completely free to use uh, it as well um, but yeah it's um, very much about sort of just tapping into the brand really our brand is all about trying to promote um, happy and active lifestyle trying to encourage people to do all those um, sort of uh, you know outdoor activities and pursuits that they might have either felt you know some level of stress or fear when they were doing or they just wanted to add safety to um, and give them that confidence to be out there we touched upon a couple of ideas that we have when it comes to skiing and swimming and riding and climbing those are things probably a year or so down the line but running and cycling so we have that sort of trifecta of of modes that we can offer people and those are of course the most common um journeys especially in urban areas so um yeah, it's, uh, it's certainly exciting. Uh, and like we are saying, we'll have to stay in touch and make sure we get as much feedback as possible from you and your community as well. Sure. How did you conceive the idea for the brand? Who came up with Follow? <laughs> so, yeah, so the brand, I mean, Charlie, my co-founder, sort of came to me with the idea and we started to really look into it, um, you know, from and at, at, from a product perspective. But very, very quickly, we realized that brand was going to be such a key part of it because yeah. the way that we were going to communicate this sort of new smart personal safety tool to people was going to be very key and whether they were actually going to use it, whether they were going to incorporate it into their lives like we talked about. Um, so, you know, myself and actually, funnily enough, my sister, who's a, a branding and communications genius um, who came on as our as our head of branding comms um, helped to craft with Charlie and I a, a really, um, you know, a brand that we're really proud of and we're proud of the tone of voice, the messaging that we put out there. We operate differently to any other kind of walking safety app. And maybe, you know, I'm sure you know a lot of products in your safety space and personal safety that maybe dwell a lot on the thing that could happen and, and maybe even elicit fear. But that's something that we really want to steer clear of. And that's not a a, you know, a comment on any of those um, other products because they do what they need to do. But we very much want to tap into that uh, mainstream audience who are keen to not be scared into using our products. You know, we want them to use it because they enjoy using it and because it adds value and it doesn't make them feel stressed or fearful when they do. So we really are working a lot on the brand and the fact that it um, is very much going to have a lot of positive and bright and optimistic and um you know, messaging. We want to be in constant contact with our users and make sure that they're very happy and that they're getting everything they want. And of course, a big focus on safety and making sure we're always keeping our users safe in the most effective possible way. Nice. So I, I pulled up the site again here. So you, you do have a frequently asked questions section on the website. So if people do have questions, it's, it looks like you've got some good uh, questions here you've got answered. Uh, one of the ones that jumped out at me was, and this is, you know, we're talking about privacy, right? Uh, can people monitor someone's live location when they are walking or no? No, they can't. So this is 
very much about you with your personal safety device. And, and I'm sure different to some of the, the tools you might have seen um, and founders you might have spoken to in the space before, we've taken a different angle on this. We're very much trying to provide users with a personal safety experience that up until it's absolutely necessary, doesn't involve anybody else. That's good. And you don't have to worry about turning it off unless you just have it in that just walk mode, right? Mm -hmm. We're just kind of strolling around, taking a walk, enjoying nice weather. Yesterday mm -hmm. and today here in uh, Pennsylvania, we've had some gorgeous weather. It's uh, starting to get into some nicer weather. Thank goodness. It's uh, Winter's always uh, <laughs> long in Northeast it's Pennsylvania. Over, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, I'm just starting to see the uh, the willow tree in my garden get some green leaves, and it is a hell of a sight, I have to say. That's um, nice. So today is uh, gray and miserable. <laughs> so uh, something else here. Um, I know some uh, devices, they also can be set to... Um, contact emergency services whereas this as of right now doesn't because it can be used i guess everywhere it'll it'll you know send it to your emergency contacts could you make one of those emergency contacts be like your local you know police department for example yeah i think this is a, this is going to be a big subject that we spend some time working on um it's it's not something that's in, involved with the app at the moment because we're trying to position ourselves in a particular way so that users don't feel too stressed or pressured by the, the the knowledge that an emergency, the emergency services are an automated sensor away, right? We've talked a bit about um, you know, the the essentially the ability, you don't want people to have too many false alarms. Um, right. however, with an automated walking safety app, um, there's the always the possibility, and there's plenty of times where you're gonna get pinged and it will have the countdown, and you'll be like, oh well completely forgot i'm actually just chatting to a friend here as we talked about before um you know yeah we, you don't want that because uh you know the emergency services get a little annoyed <laughs> yeah exactly and and when we can actually when we can bring it in and introduce it in a way which sits well within our brand values and the the way our community wants that and i think a big part of that will be about control so i think um making sure that the user feels protected in the way that we protect them currently by giving them that immediate connection to their loved ones or um, colleagues and, and so on and so forth. That's great automated because it's, it's like, I can trust it. And if it, if it, if it goes off when I actually was fine, it's not the end of the world. I haven't called right. the police. I haven't called emergency services. I think by potential we'll look into giving people the option to manually do so because there are instances where of course you could um you could actually activate the app which is why we do have a manual sos button in there as well and potentially we'll look at doing something directly in there as well but again something we're holding off from for now until we get get really understanding of how um, our community is reacting to it yeah and it would be a little tricky to do but like you said i mean if your emergency contacts are getting all the information about you all they've got to do is now turn around, call 911 or the emergency service in their country and say, hey, this was just activated. This is my friend. This is their location. Go see what's going on. Absolutely. And, yeah. You know, and it's, it's an extra phone call. But like I said, it, it's it's not that much of a uh, of a time you know, delay, especially if you're shotgunning it out to, you know, 10 people, you know, mm -hmm. the, you know, as, as a maximum, somebody's going to get the message. And, uh, and be able to act on it, you know, try and call you, can't get a hold of you, boom. Next step is, you know, call the, the local police and say, hey, this person is not responding. I got an emergency alert from their phone. You know, go, go see what's going on. Absolutely, yeah. Um, you know, uh, I don't know if you managed to bring up uh, the example SMS, but it's really clear. It, it says, you know, for the, for the key contacts, when they receive it, it says, 
you know, this is a emergency SMS from walking safety app follow. Um, you know, it could be Pete has not responded to, has, you know, Pete stopped moving for too long and he did not respond to a notification on his device. This is his location. Very clear what three words link to your precise location. That could be, you know, whether that's in a remote area or, or anywhere like that. It's very, very precise. It gives them the reason for the alert. Like I said, you'd stop moving for too long. And then also that link, which takes them straight to the website and they can see a step-by-step. And so they're immediately going through those step-by-steps, which is, you know, contact, locate, escalate. So first one is contact, which means try and get in touch with Pete, drop him a message or a call. And if he's not responding, you know, then it's a time to, you know, locate. So you're looking at his location and you're thinking, okay, why is Pete in the middle of, you know, Manhattan? Um, Oh, well, okay. He might've been visiting his, you know, his sister-in-law or something. And, uh, you know, then it's okay. I can get in touch with them and you can just go through the process. And if you've gone, actually, no, this is too odd. This is not right. Something's not right. Then you can make that decision. Your key context can make that decision to escalate, um, and involve the emergency services. No, that's good. I like that. I mean, cause you have to empower people to a certain extent as well. Um, you know, technology can only do so much. It's only so smart. You know, we've still got to be the smart ones. <laughs> right? I totally agree. hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, very good. So this is a, it's an exciting product. Uh, I, uh, I wish you guys the best luck with it and uh, we'll definitely uh, stay in touch because, you know, we're, we're wrapping up the show's coming to a close so fast that, you know, hour always flies by as I said it would. Right. Um, yeah. Been good talking with you, especially uh, over the pond there, over in the UK. What time is it over there for you? Later uh, in the it's day, coming up to three o'clock now. Yeah, three p.m. Yeah, so a little bit later, or at least not three a.m. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I would have, I would of course stayed up for you, Pete. Oh. Been there, <laughs> Thanks. Well, do you have any uh, last thoughts or or uh, sort of key points that you'd like to leave our audience with today? Um, just to 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 thank you of course for having me on and and to you know ask such insightful questions about the app i think it's um you know to all your your listeners and viewers just to say you know go check out follow it's it's a in autism the world's first fully automated walking safety app um and as pete and i you know we've just been talking about it is something that you can integrate into your life really really easily it works just like a walking navigation app but it has those safety features and safety functionality that means it can keep you safe can keep your loved ones safe but all in a way that feels private and everybody gets to maintain their feelings of independence as well so like i say completely free as well and you know we want all of you guys to to use it and get in touch with us and let us know any suggestions you have as well but you know when it comes to safety a big thing just to to touch on what you said pete safety habits you know are the best possible thing getting into the habit of adding safety and whether that's in cybersecurity, whether that's personal safety on your walking journeys whether it's um to do with uh package theft or you know when you're out driving you know whatever it is take those find those things that work for you and if follow works for you um for your walking journeys then go ahead and, and integrate it because you know you want to make sure you're prepared and uh hopefully we provided a tool that that does that for you all no, and we appreciate it because, you know, I know it's a, it's a lot of work. It's a labor of love, especially in the beginning, because it, it takes a lot to come up with something like this. And um, people can read more about it. Uh, we we uh, showed the website a couple of times here during the interview that you can see on the, uh, the uh, Safety Talk videos on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can also go to uh, the website is followapp.co. That's F-O-L-L-O app app.co so there's no w in it right we're branding it follow without the without the w and of course if you search for that on the app store or google play you can find that download it and uh start using it absolutely (laughs) thanks very good so so just to kind of wrap i mean 
for those of you that, you know, in, in a nutshell, right, the the app follow has these these groundbreaking features that are automated. They solve some problems that are inherent in some of the other apps, uh, which may prevent people from using it in the first place. You know, privacy, of course, being a big one. Uh, it doesn't have to be manually activated, which is which is a huge, you know, other than, you know, initially you just say, OK, now I'm walking here and that's it. And you forget about it. Uh, you don't have to, you know, push buttons if there's a problem and that sort of thing, which if you're incapacitated, you can't do. Uh, and it's only monitoring you when you're actively on a journey. So, you know, that's uh, that's another thing. You know, people are very concerned about, you know, privacy. They don't want things monitoring them all the time. I mean, God knows we're monitored enough from every every direction. So uh, so privacy is big. And it's great that you guys have built that in. That uh, that's, a, that's a key feature there, because that's I think that's going to be something that's going to be attractive to uh, just to people. And, uh, you know, your key contacts don't have to sign up for it either. So you can program it into the phone, just pulls it from the contacts you have. And that's, you know, that's pretty much. So I kind of get that right. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Nail on the head. Absolutely got it. Very good. All right. Well, hey, Chris, again, thanks a lot for being here. If you guys out there interested in learning more about Chris or follow, you can check out his company's website. As I said, followapp.co, follow it out the W. And of course, you can find him on social media. We'll make sure that we post those links on uh, the, uh, the podcast episode, but you guys can be found on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and of course, the website. And uh, thanks again for being here. Thanks to our listeners for tuning in. And uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the latest safety information. Learn about great products like Follow Zap. And uh, watch those videos on our YouTube channel at safetytalkvideos.com. Until next time, everybody, please stay safe. Thanks for tuning in to Safety Talk. You can listen to past episodes and get the latest safety news at our website, safetytalkpodcast.com. Be sure to visit our other websites for free safety checklists and infographics. You can also sign up for free online self-defense training, learn about college campus safety, and find out more about Pete and how he can help educate your school or business through his speaking, workshops, seminars, and consulting. Subscribe to the Safety Talk podcast and never miss out on any new safety information. Until next time, stay safe.